Blog Talk Radio. another person's theme stuck as our own but from now on it'll be different maybe not we're here tonight to commiserate the life of one sega dreamcast we barely knew ye just wiped away a single tear (laughs) (laughs) and with me tonight are my good friend thomas brahilia on youtube who must all check out oh thanks (laughs) <laughs> um, for his uh, somewhat comedic views on retro video games. I think that's fair to say, isn't it? Comedic? Um, I guess so. <laughs> the Silent Hill playthrough has been very good, though. Silent Hill 2 playthrough, sorry. Oh, thanks. I thought it was really pretentious and bullshit when I watched it back. <laughs> it's really good, the Chief. It's really got me wanting to play Silent Hill. Thanks, buddy. Oh, yeah, especially now because I won't fuck about and I'll know where to go on it. Yeah, amen. Uh, <laughs> and then also with us tonight, we have our, our special guest, as we do every week, is uh, one Woodland37, Carl. Ooh! Hello. How you doing, buddy? I'm really good, thank you. Yeah, really good. It's nice to have you on. Oh, thank you very much. Thank you. Now, nice to be on. Oh, well, you, you're always on something. Um, so, sorry. That's true. Um, for those of you who don't know, Carl Woodland 37, on, I'm sure you all know Carl Woodland 37 on YouTube, um, has a uh, a retro channel with a difference in that he's actually human. <laughs> Shows some emotion and some thought, and uh, it's not scripted at all. Thanks. If you don't know Woodland37 on YouTube, you failed at life. <laughs> well, on the planet of 6 billion, I think he has about 700 subscribers. That doesn't uh, give us much hope as a species. No. But... <laughs> yeah. You've, uh, you've, we've done a fair bit together. We, we run a, me and Carl Woodland, we run a, a show called The Two Fat Bastards, which you can check out. Two Fat Bastards live on YouTube. Um, soon we'll have T-shirts. <laughs> oh, yes, yes. Yeah. Big announcement that one, isn't it? Twenty pounds each. You're joking? No. <laughs> oh, I'll have to chuck some dolly your way for that then, because I didn't realise they were that dear. No, they're they're fifteen pounds, but then we'd have to ship them out, wouldn't we? So. Can I ask about the uh, the irony of available sizes? Um, <laughs> it, it basically it starts at XL and it goes to four XL. <laughs> so you don't. So, you don't... Uh, 
You don't cater for the skinny. If you want one, Tom, boys. We'll, we'll sort you out one, mate. Nice, I'm feeling it. £15 <laughs> plus postage. £15? <laughs> 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 but mates rates. Um, that's, they are, they're, they're, what are they? I think I did them earlier, and I ordered two. And they, they are £15 each, yeah. yeah. Unless you order, like, five or ten or whatever, and then you get a group discount. But they are... I've ordered the high-quality version with front and back. Ah, so not the uh, Fruit of the Loom version. No, exactly that, yeah. <laughs> I, I wanted it to last, you know. Yeah. So, um, so yeah, I've got that. I think um, I was thinking, oh, I'll get the 16-bit Brothers one. They'll only be about a five. And then I looked at it, I thought, no, fuck that. <laughs> Because oh, they've got the Game Chasers t-shirt, so it'd be nice to have them all on there, wearing the um, the uh, the Two Fat Bastards t-shirts. But never mind. That is awesome. Never mind. I'm not spending sixty quid on those dos cunts. <laughs> <laughs> right. We'll have the love here. Uh, the yeah. be Johnny will listen to this because he listens to podcasts and he'll be giggling himself stupid now. Anyway, he, he should be drunk now, actually. Should, why is that? What's he doing? I, I, well, it was uh, Roger's 30th yesterday, so I think oh, this afternoon they've all gone out and uh, had a few Sunday. beers. Sorry? On a Sunday? Goodness me. Yeah, I think so. They're not just wanking themselves stupid over Titanfall. Well, except that, Danny's the only one without it, isn't he? Yeah, that's right. That, yeah. Danny will sit playing Rad Racer on the Nes like a good boy. Yeah. <laughs> Rock on. So, Tom, so, how have you been? What have you bought? What are you saying? Uh, you bought anything? Not this week, no. I've been so busy um, trying to get ready. So, uh, I went to a wedding this weekend. I've got absolutely shit face. I'm hanging up my ass today. Um, but, yeah, I haven't really played much other than I've plugged on through Resident Evil 6. And, like, oh, man, you're going to need to go in with a bottle of scotch or something. Because <laughs> it's... So I've, I've got a bottle of scotch here. It's um, the famous grouse. Save it. Save but it for when you play through Resident Evil. Instead of being called the famous grouse on the front of it, it's got the famous Heenies 22. Ooh! Oh, very nice. I know. Yeah. It's still a shitty famous grouse, but it's so, not out of the front. <laughs> so, is it, is, it, is it that bad, then, Resident Evil 6? Really, that, uh, is that terrible? I, if you're a fan of the series, it's awful. Ah, oh, right, okay. Yeah, for sure. I mean, I played through Leon's campaign, and without giving too much away, well, I guess I kind of, it kind of is spoilers, but... I have been through a train crash, a plane crash, a helicopter crash, a nuclear fallout, and what was the other thing that happened? Is this an episode of 24 you're describing, or it's, it's, Resident Evil 6? It might as well be. I think I described it last time as... Uh, do you remember like, when zombie games were about zombies? Yeah, I do. I do. <laughs> I do remember that. Yeah, now they're not called zombies. They're called bioterrorists. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah cool. for sure. The, the main protagonist, Carl, all the way up to five, was one guy. Um, and you, you always thought that was it, but now the, the 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 twist in the story is because they wanted to make more money and milk the series more. The main protagonist can now be anybody. I see. Right, so they've, okay. they've milked it, and people got annoyed with it so for that reason. They've completely lost the way, then, haven't they? Mm. Mind you, when you've got a couple of films out on it, it's um, it's never going to be a good one, is it? No. And uh, how about you, Carl? How have you been? And yeah. what have you picked up? If um, you can tell us. Oh, uh, yeah. I don't want to ruin any videos. I know no, you picked no. one earlier. I did one earlier. The, the, the one that I've been playing a lot, and uh, I, in, I said in the video that I did, it's just absolutely blown me away. It's the 
um, graphically and the soundtrack on it is just absolutely amazing, as well as the gameplay, of course. But uh, Miramasa Rebirth on the PS Vita. Ooh. Uh, you know, bought by uh, Vanillaware, who don't often bring out any shit. Um, not that they brought out a lot, but still, it's um, it, the graphics on that on the Vita. It just it's just absolutely unreal, as, as well as the soundtrack of the game itself. It's just absolutely fantastic. A side-scrolling action RPG uh, game, just absolutely brilliant. Now it is on Wii as well, and it's kind of just I on guess. Wii U? No, it's on Wii. It's on Wii. Which obviously, if you've got a Wii U, it's worth picking up because you can still play it. But you definitely need to get it on Wii. It's just a carbon copy, and I'm not too sure why it's called Rebirth. I don't know whether uh, maybe there's a few bells and whistles on it here and there, but I think it's the exact same game. Um, but yeah, been playing that. Nice. Hmm. I t- today I've got to say I was both, I picked up a couple of Wii U games, um, the Mario World and um, Donkey Kong Tropical Freeze, and I've got to say I'm loving Donkey Kong. What an absolutely slick masterpiece, and. It, it, the, the Mario, I only played a couple of levels, but um, but yeah, very very good car. I will give you that because we were talking yeah. about it earlier. Very very yeah. impressed with that. Um, just incredibly um, crisp and smooth, um, and plays really well. I don't, I'm not a huge fan of 3D platformers, but Nathan's loving it so far. So we'll see how he gets on with it. Yeah, wicked. Um, but yeah, no, the, the the Donkey Kong one really got me. Actually, I was really. I'd, I was really surprised by it. Oh, it's brilliant. It's absolutely brilliant. Hard game. Well, they always are. Oh, yeah, very hard. They always are. I like the the addition, though, that you can um, you can buy extra lives from uh, Funky Kong. Yeah, you can, yeah. And uh, get, your, um, get some power-ups from him as well and stuff like that. So, yeah, very, very cool. But well worth looking into. Get that radio! Radio! <laughs> PSP stuff again this week um, and some original Xbox stuff and a little Game Boy game. I've got Prince Valiant, Tom, on the Game Boy. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> um, for two quid and I thought, oh, that's not going to be worth it. I bet I've been con now for a 50p game if ever there was one. Um, and it's seven quid on eBay. Oh, for real? Yeah. It's, huh. um, and I've had a quick blast on it. It's quite fun. It's like it goes between top-down to side-scrolling. Oh, okay. It's a bit of a weird one, really. Um, but yeah, interesting enough anyway to play. Yeah, that's pretty cool. Yeah. Um, so, the Dreamcast, back on topic. The, the reason we've got Carl here tonight <sighs> is because he had a, a, and correct me if I'm wrong here, Carl, you had a full Dreamcast collection. No, I, I, did, I didn't have a full one. Um, or close to. I, I was close to it. <clears throat> I was close to it. A full PAL collection. 
Yeah, I was yeah. very, very close to it. I couldn't, I couldn't quite, <clears throat> from memory now, I couldn't tell you what I was missing. Um, I couldn't finish the job. That's I couldn't what finish said. I couldn't finish the, I probably would have finished the job. I probably would have finished the job, but um, I think I, I think it was one of those those things where times got a little bit hard, and I yeah. sold it on because I, I had two, I, well, I had three before days of YouTube. This was like years ago and whatnot. I had uh, the Neo Geo Pocket Collection, which I think was three games off it or four games off it, completing that. Uh, the GameCube and the Dreamcast, but the Dreamcast one. Uh, I mean that's it's my favourite console ever. Mm. Um, and of course this this week it's been announced that Crazy Taxi's come into mobile. Yeah, well, I, I I don't get excited by things like that. I don't know why. Well, I think it's it could be a good thing. It could be a bad thing. It could be a good thing because people get into Crazy Taxi, then they get into retro and they see Crazy Taxi. Um, I've got it on my PS3 actually, Crazy Taxi. Um, PS3? Yeah, on a download. I got it free with uh, PSN Plus. Oh, right, okay. Um, and it's it's fantastic. It's what's absolutely the, uh, fantastic. What's the deal with the soundtrack with the re-releases? Oh, that's a good question. Because if you remember those same three songs <laughs> going around and around and around. <laughs> it was two Offspring songs and a Bad Religion song just on a constant loop. So, yeah, there was, weren't there? Yeah. <laughs> just burns into your skull. It's like Rob Zombie's Dragula being in every game or something. It's like <laughs> every time I hear that, yeah, 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 yeah. Oh. <laughs> I just feel this sense of panic, like I'm on a timer. <laughs> yeah, I, I I absolutely loved it though, Crazy Taxi. I mean, there was nothing. Oh, that, yeah. When when that came out, there was, and that's the thing with the Dreamcast games that. Um, even stuff like um, like virtual tennis, I mean, oh, virtual te- yeah, it's just it's superb game. I mean, I, I don't you don't really need to be into tennis to enjoy it. It was just absolutely fantastic game. Do you know uh, what? Once upon a time, when I was a kid, I used to be able to actually play with that LCD screen and not look at the TV. Oh yeah, that's right. Yeah, <laughs> when I tried it recently, I was just like, "What the fuck? I can't see shit." <laughs> <laughs> so cool! Like, such a cool idea. It was actually yeah. We're, we're, which has never, never been replicated, replicated, has it really? I guess not. Um, not that I thought it failed, but maybe it just wasn't. You know, people didn't want that. It just had so many cool, weird little ideas. It was yeah. way ahead of its time. Too far yeah. ahead. That was yeah. the problem, of course, with the Dreamcast. So many good ideas, like having um, an internet browser, uh, an operating system on the console, the, one of the first of its kind. Um, the modem, all the right. There were other options in Japan, but really over here and in America, there wasn't. Um, all it needed was a fucking DVD player. Yeah, and let's we'd still be here today. Let, let's go into the history a little bit. So, released in November 1998 in Japan, uh, and then North America September 1999, October 1999, uh, PAL and Australia November 1999. So almost a whole year to get from Japan to over here. That's a long time. Yeah, it is. For, for a console yeah. to come over. From, that's, uh, that's like days of yours. Now, yeah. It, when, it, when it discontinued in March 2001, um, Sega uh, completely scrapped hardware 
well, a few odds and sods here and there, but like little miniature products, um, and became went full full fledged third party developer. So, two, uh, you know, you, you're talking here about a three year console, really two years over here, um, but as we were saying earlier, way ahead of its time. Great arcade titles, Crazy Taxi, Jet Set Radio. Um, the Shenmue at the time was the most expensive game ever produced upon release. Um, still hugely, hugely, hugely um, popular, that game, and Shenmue 2, obviously, the follow-up. Um, and it was the first console to render full frames in uh, VGA mode at 640 by 480 and feature online console gaming. So... Um, Fantasy was, Star Online. I think it was the first one to have anti-aliasing as well. Yeah, yeah, it's it's it huge leaps forward. Um, so what happened was in the late nineties, the Saturn was struggling in North America, and the Sega of America decided, well, you you know what, he was they were really pushing Japan, saying we we need a new platform. <laughs> um, so out it came, basically. Here here was um. Here it was. Now for Sega, Sega up until then, you, you could put in a, a disc or a cartridge and just turn on and go. But they um, they put in an optimized version of Windows C which supported DirectX, which allowed for a, the anti-aliasing, which we mentioned earlier. So it, it was launched to much aplomb in Japan um, and had a few teething units. Um, through teething units, few teething problems when it came over to America, really successful. 300,000 mm. units pre-ordered in the US alone um, and they sold 500,000 units in two weeks alone, including uh, 225,000 within 24 hours. Huge. Hugely successful. Um, so Sega had the problem that, P that Sony have now where they were unable to fiddle the advance orders. Um, so the the titles that came off and Soul Calibur, Sonic Adventure, Power Stone, Hydra Thunder, Marvel vs. Capcom, House of the Dead 2, NFL 2K. Um, now, my if if you like NFL, great. Um, the those other games though, everyone will agree that they know. Well, they might not know Hydra Thunder, but Hydra Thunder's. A, a, fairly decent game anyway um, but the the rest of them everyone will know those games and everyone will know that they're solid games to have a, a launch title that good is fantastic um, and so you, you then had basically EA weren't doing sports games on the system so Sega Sports released their own games which were more popular for some reason <laughs> Yeah, they were, yeah. They were, yeah, they were very good, too. Virtual Tennis, all really, really good games. Um, and it even put them ahead of the N64. However, in 2000, the PS2 came out, and that, that was basically it. Um, Which is strange, because when the PS2 came out, it didn't have jack shit. It didn't, did it? But you, you've got to remember that the, the Dreamcast was in that kind of the position that the Wii U's in now where the PS4 and the, the, the Xbox One have come out. They're not necessarily better consoles, but they've got tons better marketing, especially for the Western market. So people have latched onto it.
so it was um, it closed down as we know um, there's been loads of rumours for Dreamcast 2 um, Sega repeatedly debunked them uh, the Xbox has been described as Dreamcast's spiritual successor um, as was it really? Yeah, because well, you think about the dream, it had all the sequels to the Dreamcast games, you know, Shenmue 2, Jet oh, right, okay. Radio Future, Crazy Taxi 3, House of Dead 3, Sega GT 2002, PPR. Yeah. yeah. Um, and the games like Fable and Ninja Gaiden, they started development on the Dreamcast. No shit. I did yeah. not know that. I, yeah. I did know that. So, just the same as Croc on the PS1. That was originally going to be a Yoshi game on the N64. Yeah, I didn't know that. That's the sound of my mind being blown. <laughs> I know, yeah. <laughs> I, did, I didn't know any of this. So, it's kind of... Um, it, it was a, a trendsetter, though, because it had uh, all these features that would feature. Um, so, all the models being shipped with a modem... Um, yeah, plug in straight out of the box. Yeah, so sort of a precursor to PS2 Network and Xbox Live. We never got PS2 Network over here, but it was available. Um, well, plug it in. did, but yeah. But the Xbox Live, straight out the box. Sorry. Exactly. <laughs> um, you had stuff like um, Alien Front Online, which was the first online console game to feature live in wish chat. Damn. Um, NFL 2K1 was the first game to feature online play. Uh, Fantasy Star Online, first console MMO. Oh, man. Jet Set Radio popularized cel-shaded graphics. Shenmue, major step forward for 3D open world. All of these kind of events have said it there. But the, the Sega's arrogance towards the market at this point, and it's d- dilly-dallying around with... 50 consoles in two years. <laughs> well, somewhere close to that mark. Yeah. Uh, really, just the market was just fed up with Sega. And uh, alas, we all look back at it now with through rose tinted glasses. But it was a great machine. It was. The, the, Virtu- the VMU that you guys were talking about earlier was just so good back then. And it's taken us until now with the PS4 and the Wii U to have an, an on screen device, <laughs> which is crazy. Isn't it? When yeah. you think about it, you've oh, had to go through the PS2 and the PS3 to get an on-screen device. Two, two vacant generations. So, Carl, what was your uh, first memories of the Dreamcast? I actually, um, I I never bought one when uh, they were available in the shops, so to speak. I I, I bought mine after the death of the Dreamcast. I'd never played on one before, ever. And um, I don't know why. I actually, I've still got the one, the, the one that I had. Oh. Sorry? That's all right, go on, mate. <laughs> oh, um, it's just someone shouting in the background, don't worry. Oh, right, no, no, the, the actual machine that I've got now is the same one I've always had. Um, and I hear all these stories about them overheating and things like that. I'm not too sure that was the problem that you were talking about um, in the Japanese market, I think you were saying there at the start. Um, but yeah, I, I got my Dreamcast and um, I just absolutely love it. Just because um, it's arcade, everything on it is is arcade. You know, there's nothing... 
it's just an arcade paradise machine. It really is. Oh yeah. Um, and everything, you know, there were a lot of oh so many superb. I mean, people talk about Final Fantasy, but for me, I'd rather have Skies of Arcadia any day. Oh man, what okay. game? Um, you know, it was just, you know, there were so many good games. I it's like there were one called Slave Zero. I played that game forever, um, but the control system on it was absolutely diabolical. <laughs> once you get into it, you actually, as far as I can remember, you move not with the stick, but with the buttons, um, which sounds strange, but it was absolutely, you were like a mech warrior thing. Oh. But it was really, really good, uh, Slave Zero. Um, and the funny thing was with Dreamcast as well, I always remember, like you know, like House of the Dead, um, House of the Dead games and like like Somebody Amigo, anything like that that or Confidential Mission that had a site or it had a an add on where you could play it with either the gun or the maracas. I always used to play it with a pad. I always preferred it with a pad. And Somebody Amigo I played it forever and ever and ever. Absolutely loved it with a pad. <laughs> and of course there was nothing that I played like that either. Uh Sam, I'm not saying it was new, like I'm I'm just saying it nothing Nothing I've played like it, but just so many good games on it. And the fact that, I don't know why, they're still releasing games for it now, aren't they? Like some companies from Kickstarter. But they're all shoot-em-ups, which is no bad mm. thing. Because I, I love shoot-em-ups. But there's one that's just come out now, um, the Redux one. Is it Redux? Red, whatever it was. But it, it doesn't look very good at all. I think they need to uh, do something else. But that PS Solar is meant to be coming to Dreamcast, isn't it? Ooh. So that'd be that'd be quite nice. But yeah, that's my memories of it. And then I had a collection, I started collecting for it. Um, just because at the time, I worked in a game store, so games were coming readily available, and nobody wanted it. Because it was just a dead machine. What, mm. the, what the hell is that? Um, <laughs> What's that? That TV show in the background. <laughs> Just uh, they're watching a spooky ghost show. Jesus Christ, it freaked me out. Yeah, yeah. shit. Uh, yeah. <laughs> no, but uh, yeah, just started collecting for it, and uh, had a just a huge collection, huge collection. And when I sold it, it wasn't particularly collectible or anything like that. It was just something that I enjoyed and I got. But nowadays, obviously, collecting's just um, yeah. You know, and it doesn't matter what you're collecting for. There's a there's somebody else collecting for it and bumping up the price, but that's right. Uh, I, you know, just absolutely brilliant console that released. You know, I remember playing what was it called, Headhunter. I think that came out on Dreamcast first. Yeah, well. and that was a superb game. I'd never mm. not really played too many things like that before. And Power Storm, again, brilliant. Yeah, uh, Charge and Blast, Out Trigger. You know. Just absolutely, you can carry on and carry on. Last Blade 2, just brilliant games. So, but Last Blade 2 never got a PAL release. No. I had to, uh, I had to play uh, a copied version of that one. But, no. uh, but yeah, no, I absolutely love it. Love the machine. I just thought it brought a lot of firsts uh, to gaming. But, you know, but I think, um, I just can't understand why it died a death so quickly. I don't know why... I don't understand that. I know. Because I didn't really know about anything about the back history to it until I was listening to it just then. <laughs> I didn't really know. I, I didn't. I never... It was just a machine... It's always been a machine I've enjoyed, but not one that I've known a lot about, really. So... Or played online with. Never played online with it, ever. 
And of course, every machine that you got, choo-choo bloody rocket. <laughs> choo-choo rocket, which was one of those games... Everyone had choo-choo rocket. Oh, but it was so addictive. Such an addictive game when you put it on, when they're bloody annoying too. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, love it. Absolutely love it. Awesome. Good. And what about you, Tom? Where did you start? Um, I played it uh, when it first came out, so I'm guessing I would have been around... 14 or something. I was still at school, definitely. And um, my older brother uh, had a mate uh, called Barry. Uh, if you're listening, Barry. Uh, he used to basically buy everything new when it first came out. He was like a proper early adopter. And um, like a month later or something, he let me borrow it for a weekend. And I pretty much just shit my pants for 48 hours. It was just so awesome. I had... Um, uh, a Sega Bass Fishing Challenge with the Fishing Rod. Oh, yeah. Crazy Taxi, uh, House of the Dead with the Light Gun. Um, it's like a... Uh, uh, what was it called? Was it a Ferrari F55 Challenge? Oh, yeah, yeah. Is that the one, yeah? Yeah, 355. Was it 355? Yeah, something yeah, like that, yeah. I think that's the one, yeah. That was a great game. Um, it was. Yeah, just, oh, man, like so many good, good games for it. Um, and it wasn't until later on when I sort of... Uh, I picked one up again and started uh, collecting for it. Um, I eventually picked up Shenmue 1 and 2. And when I first played them, I thought if I'd have actually played these back in the day, like, it would have just completely shit on anything else like that I thought was that amazing at the time. Because I think uh, around the same time the Dreamcast came out, Final Fantasy VIII had just come out. So there was all this kind of hype around that. And I was really hyped for it as well, because I, I love Seven, like, back in the day. And, um, yeah, I think if I'd have actually seen or played Shenmue for myself back then like it would have just blown it completely out of the water so that game is just so so far ahead of its time and it got kind of mixed reviews didn't it that's right in 2002 at the arse end. So it, it was already dead in the water. Right. Um, I was at university, um, and all I bought with me, really, was my PC and a NES, which I played through the um, TV out card that I had on the nice. PC. So um, I went down to Ilford one day, because it was in East London, and I picked one up for 30 quid with three games. Which, if somebody told you now that you could get a Dreamcast with Crazy Taxi, Ikaruga, um, uh, oh. a um, a loading disc so you could load foreign games, and um, or was it modded? No, I'm pretty sure it had a disc with it because you, of whatever reason. And then um, I think it was Shenmue as well. So if somebody told you you could get all that to 30 quid right now, you'd jump all over it. But at the time, because it was failed, shops were trying to get rid of their stock so much. Yeah, it was. The, I'd never heard anything about the Dreamcast at that point. You know, I'd, I wasn't into gaming as heavily as I should have been, perhaps, or maybe not. Um, but the, the, the whole it blew me away that the that games for it were like a quid for this kind of quality game. You know, That's just insane. Just mental. And I think the guy thought he got one over on me at thirty. <laughs> <laughs> you know. It was, he was Crazy. trying to get rid of his dead stock, and um, 
I just no, you, you can buy a console now with a pad for 30 quid if you're lucky the, the the cases and the games though were the most annoying fucking oh, cases okay. ever. What is oh. it? At, at the time, and the PS One discs, the, the cases with them, they're awful as well. Great all the time. Whereas the the US, they had those those dual cases, didn't they? Yeah, yeah. well they're, they're they're better. They 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 look a lot better. Um, better, and you can replace them bloody easily. Because yeah. they're a CD, they're a music case, aren't they? A music. Yeah, uh, yeah they were they they were a lot lot better. Seeing as one of those fuckers breaks, you pop out the best of Abba Gold and... Okay, <laughs> you do, don't you? Some <laughs> edition. Swap Easily right. replaced, yeah. That's right, that's right. For a collector, that drives you nuts, because, yeah. like, you try and keep it nice. Yeah, 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 for sure. This, it's the size of three bloody discs. <laughs> three normal discs, those things. Jesus, they're terrible. But, of course, the, the, the Dreamcast did suffer, the same as the PS1 did, from such heavy piracy. Yeah. yeah, you know. Well, you didn't have to. Um, I don't know why this is, but or the ins and outs of it. But my, I mean, nowadays all I've got is uh, backups, shall we say? Uh, your original uh, collections in New York at your apartment. Absolutely, in yes, that's right. <laughs> yeah. But um, no, the um, but it doesn't need to be modded or chipped or anything. The machine. That was the thing. It, it, you don't need to have it modded. I think you need to move the laser ever so slightly. No, you don't. Do you not? I, no, I haven't done anything with my machine uh, since I bought it, and it just works perfectly. The only thing that some of the games need a boot disk uh, to work, so you put the boot disk in, which is, again, um, a backup disk. <laughs> and, uh, so the whole thing doesn't need to be, you know, doesn't need to be... I, I think the reason it was so easy as well was because somebody found an exploit in Windows that, the, you know, that the you could get around or something along those lines. Probably, but yeah. It probably. did, and the, the PS1 as well, everyone knew somebody that could chip a yeah, PS1. Could, even, oh, yeah. Even in our backwater town, Tom, you know, people were doing it for a fiver, weren't they? And then you oh, could, yeah, copy games for a fiver, man. Yeah. <laughs> and, uh, I, I remember once actually I bought a game for the PS1 uh, roll cage and um, I took it home and I thought this is fucking terrible and I took it back that was, to on, that was on Dreamcast as well I think yeah, yeah I took it back to the store first compute Tom yeah he said I can't give you a refund because for all I know you've taken it home and copied it oh <laughs> and I said yeah. you what and so I went yeah. home and told my dad, and my dad went in there and got a refund. <laughs> <laughs> you fucking straighten that cocksucker out in five minutes. I used to do. I used to do that with. Uh, I, I used to get the same response. I used to do that with Amstrad games uh, back in the day when I used to buy them for three ninety nine from my local shop just around the corner that were sold games. And eventually, I'd, I'd take one back and then take another back, and then they'd say. You know, well, you can copy these or something. Of course, I was doing, and uh, <laughs> but they, they won't let me do it again. So yeah, uh, for copying bloody games. And do you know what? That's an interesting topic. That you should have a show on that piracy in gaming. You should yeah. have a. There's a lot to talk about on that. Yeah. The thing is, of course, at that age, how old? I I probably did have a PC with a CD writer. Well, I wasn't copying PS1 games, you know. It, it was I, I, I'd gone in there and I genuinely made a, I had a, some money and I genuinely had made a bad decision and I thought that's fucking awful. I'm taking that back. Playing the game again now, I quite like it, but 
at the time I was I was gutted. I thought I'd really made a stinker. I did so, the same. I did the same thing with Earthworm Jim too. <laughs> oh, right. <laughs> it's, 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 it's birthday money. I could have bought Gra- Grand Theft Auto 1 had just come out, and I was looking at it. Right. I was looking at it. I was looking at it. I was like, this is the one I'm getting. And for some reason, I saw Earthworm Jim 2 next to it and bought that instead. <laughs> such fun memories of Earthworm Jim. Yeah, it's a on... great game, but oh man, at the time, I think I cried my eyes out. <laughs> yeah, I looked on the back of Roll Cage, and I was like, that. oh, this is awesome. Yeah, futuristic, you supersonic, and you've got weapons and all that. I got it home and I did a couple of tracks and I was like, this is like a dumbed-down Mario Kart. It says you're going supersonic, and you probably are, except that it doesn't matter because the tracks are three times as long. Yeah. What do you, so, what do you, what do you guys think about the uh, Dreamcast controller? Oh, I, I didn't mind it, you know. I know it got a little bit of flack, but I, I didn't mind it. I, I thought liked, it was all right. I did like it at uh, the time. I didn't have an issue with it. I know some people did, but for whatever reason, because I've got big hands, it fit quite well <laughs> into my hands. You fat-handed twat. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> that was a big train reference. <laughs> oh, God. No, it's, it's, I like it. It's, it's, uh, it's probably one of my favourites, actually. The only thing is, is the bloody wire... You know the, oh. the wire which you Dude, and you get like a little like a bit you can on the hook back. it round. Yeah. yeah, you can hook it round to that. So they obviously knew that it was a pain in the fucking ass. That's so why they designed that. Move it. <laughs> I know exactly. I, that's, that's, you I could get never understand that. Holders as well, couldn't you? Yeah. For the Dreamcast. Yeah. Yeah, you could get you could get a Hori controller. Not an official one, I don't think, but I'm pretty I'm pretty sure you could anyway. Oh no, I didn't know that. Yeah, it was. Uh, they had some good accessories. Had um, a keyboard for typing of the dead. Oh, oh yeah, man. that's right. Yeah, <laughs> I've got an arcade stick. I've got a Dreamcast arcade stick still. Cool. Uh, boxed. So nice. That, yeah, they, there was a Hori um, fighting stick. Oh right. No, I didn't know that. Yeah. I didn't know Hori did um, Dreamcast stuff. I thought that all started around about the GameCube. Well, mind you, that's the same time, I guess, isn't it? Yeah, just just sort of before, just before. I've got yeah. so many Dreamcast controls. <laughs> you are? Yeah, I think I've yeah. got about six. I had the official wheel for a while. Um, oh, nice. It was awful. It was really bad. Um, I, I, I always wanted the... Uh, yeah, it is. it is. Oh, I've got I've got a light gun as well. I think uh, Smooth MJ gave me that light gun, as a matter of fact. Although I can't use it because I don't have a CRT uh, TV. Is that a console snob uh, light gun? Uh, yes. One that always, uh... Yeah, it is. Yeah, yeah, it is. I've got yeah, I've got that one. But I always just for the benefit of Sega Bass Fishing Chat the Challenge fans. Oh! <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, carry on, go. No, no, I was saying, I, I always try to get hold of the uh, pink Hello Kitty Dreamcast model. Um, <laughs> I really wanted that, and that came with, I'm sure that came with a keyboard as well. I don't know why. I don't even know whether there was a Hello Kitty game on Dreamcast. I'm not too sure whether it, there ever was. Oh, there was a Hello Kitty um, Dreamcast though wasn't there yeah that's what I mean I, I always wanted that one yeah I always wanted that machine it was like a with a special pad and yeah I'm, sh- I'm sure I it's like, it was like a crystal yeah, coloured pink 
You'd look fucking special playing on that thing. Yeah, I know. <laughs> probably would. I've actually got... Uh, Thanks to your My Little Pony collection. Yeah, oh, yeah. really. Yeah, there's nothing wrong with that. Um, I've actually got a pink uh, pink Dreamcast pad and a blue see-through one as well. I always try to get the Japanese ones, like the exclusive Japanese pads. I've still got those. In fact, everything that I got for Dreamcast, like except for the games themselves, I've, I've still kept. It's the only thing in game. Hello Kitty, Lovely Fruit Park was the Dreamcast game. Ah, that was a game, right. And uh, Dream Passport, Garden Panic. There's loads of them. Oh, fucking hell, I did not know that. Wacky Wacku Cookies. Uh, Otunaru Mail. You were missing out, Carl. I am. I am. Magical Block. Jesus. I always remember playing the Hello Kitty. I I played Hello Kitty on the... on the Xbox, the Xbox original, where you're skating around, I think that's a skate or something, skating yeah. around on roller skates, jumping over a wall, there absolute was, dog shit. There was, of <laughs> course, a black Dreamcast Sports Edition. Ooh. What was that? To highlight um, the, the fact that Sega did their own sports games, basically. Oh, right, okay. Right. Right. I haven't seen that one. So, like Virtual Striker, Virtual Tennis, and all that kind of stuff. Um, so yeah, it, it's black with the, a black Dreamcast with blue logo, and it looks pretty smart actually, yeah. in comparison to the old grey one. But yeah, the, right. there were a lot of good sports games, weren't there? On um, you know, you had stuff like um, NBA Showtime, um, the, the Virtual Striker, Virtual Thing, Ready to Rumble Boxing was on there. So, was Was the Dreamcast one of the first? consoles to say like you know like today where there's a a new game out and there's a new 3ds designed to go with it well was the dreamcast one of the first consoles to bring out consoles specifically for games like you like the hell no kids? i think n64 did it first oh of course they did pokemon yeah, with, well pokemon zelda and there's probably ah. ones before that as well well there was a there was a Zelda 64. I think there was an Ocarina of Time 64. There's definitely a Pokemon, a Pikachu one. Yeah, I've seen that one. But I mean, like, you know, like... Is there a gold one for James Bond? Yes. I really don't know. Limited edition. And they do a bunch of coloured, like, ones as well. They do a bunch of coloured ones. Oh, yeah, I mean, mean, like, game-specific. Like, you know, four games. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um... Uh, I'm pretty sure the Dreamcast had quite oh, a lot of machines that, that did that. Chris, I think, can you check and see if there's a, I don't think I'm misremembering this, I think there was a, a Resident Evil Dreamcast brought out for Code Veronica. Oh. Right. Well, there was the, there was a Pokemon Stadium. Um, yes, that's the one with Pikachu on it. And, no, no, and there was a Pokemon one with the Pikachu oh. on. So that, oh, snap. The Pokemon Stadium one had like um, didn't have the three D effect, but it had a yellow Pokemon pad. Oh, okay. Um, oh, right. The, the Pikachu one, which had the blue pad, and that yeah. had the, the Pikachu with the light up cheeks on yeah. the console. Yeah, that's the one.
so it's it's a bit of an odd one, but there there were some really like rare, you, you know, like the Panasonic Cube is rare. Yeah. And there's the white Sega Game Gear. Rare. There was a TV, wasn't there? There was a That's TV right. with a built-in Dreamcast. That's right. It's like a blue. It, it never came out of Japan, but it's like a a blue like space helmet. Yeah, it reminds like, me. Um, two little fucking aerials coming out of it. I think oh, snap. I, yeah, I think the, the, it's in uh, Space Channel Five. That TV. I think it's featured in uh, oh, in uh, okay. you know in the background and whatnot. I think it's in. Uh, Mm. Okay, so I, really, I really want that Resident yeah. Evil Dreamcast. There was a Resident <laughs> Evil Code Veronica Dreamcast. Yeah, I've never seen that. Never. That's that's a red one with a red pad. So in two years they brought out all these bloody consoles. I think that's no wonder the downfall. They must have been spending money hand over fist to make <laughs> these fucking things. Yeah, you, know. you would have thought so, wouldn't you? It's, uh, yeah, it's a bit of a strange one. They were top of the world at one point. It's yeah, such an awful fall from grace. Such a downfall as well. Not just but, of that, but like um, how they came. You know, it's um, it's a really sad story actually when you think about it. Yeah, yeah. And what's ironic is that the, the um, not the franchise, the Sonic franchise, obviously that Sega are famous for, and now supporting the failing franchise of today of Nintendo. Yeah, it's a curse. Well, forever, yeah, forever it's kind goes. of... Yeah. <laughs> you know, so... I, I don't know what... Um, I don't know what that's about. But, you go. I mean, there, there was a gold N64, but it was only released in Toys R Us in um, America and Japan. Oh. So uh, the, right. the idea was that it went with GoldenEye. Oh, cool. There you go. Right. But, uh, there were things for you there, but yeah, there were loads of N64s. Like in, um, there were four Pokemon versions in fact, um, okay. in Japan. And yeah. yes, there were very few um, releases. There was like one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight consoles for the N64 in Europe. Um, the majority of which there was like some crossover between North America and Japan. Um, but the majority were like North American, funnily enough. Right. So uh, Nintendo at the time recognised the Western market, which Sega didn't. Right, okay. Um, so yeah, bit of a strange one. And the N64 even had a, a fishing rod accessory like the Dreamcast. Ah! Do you remember those fucking rumble vests that rearrange your organs every time you got shot? <laughs> yeah. Feel every punch! But the, the the Dreamcast really was a contender, um, and if you look back on it now, it's, of course it's easier to see in retrospect. But if you look back on it now, you do find yourself wondering, you know, why why didn't we pay more attention to this fucking amazing bit of gear we had? Um, the the truth of it is, it was just marketing. You know, the Sega's arrogance in believing what the market would would want them there and all the rest of it instead of really pushing it out if they would have overspent the market they would have gone down in the first year and then raised themselves up but instead they didn't they had a poor first year in Japan um, and then the, 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 by the time they got to America and Europe it was um, they were already then going up against what was seen as the next gen you know PS2 yeah. Yeah. 
you know, you, when you've got a, a console then that, that says, oh, yeah, well, you can use it as a DVD player. No, you don't need to get anything extra. Am I right in thinking that the PS2 was two, maybe 256 and the, the Dreamcast was 128? Correct. Yeah, there, right. there were, there were um, improvements to it, you know. But, um, but then the, the, the Xbox came along and that was far superior to the PS2, but still didn't outsell the PS2. The, the PS2 had such good licensing. Mm. You just smash it. And let's not forget that the, the, a lot of casual gamers, if you will, or people who buy like FIFA and so so forth, so forth, yeah, yeah. Um, would only would, wouldn't have picked up the Dreamcast. Yeah, Virtual Striker, what's that? Who do, who do I care about? I want to play <laughs> FIFA. Yeah, yeah. You know, I want named players. The same in America. What NFL? What NFL hits? No thanks. I'll I'll take Madden. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So also didn't fucking Yu Suzuki kind of blow Sega's money on Shenmue one and two? That's right. Yeah. Very, <laughs> very expensive. Paid off in in the long run, but kind of. But uh, the timings didn't work out well for them. Um, I I, di- I actually didn't uh, enjoy that game. Shenmue. Yeah, I couldn't get into it at all. Yes. It's because the script is absolutely terrible. Yeah, it was um, like the voice acting is even worse, and Suzuki's amazing, but... kind of an asshole. <laughs> yeah, I mean, wasn't there some like? Obviously, there was some. I can't can remember. Like, was there like an Easter egg of Outrun in it or something like that? Or was it, uh, was it, was it Outrun? Something or? like that. I'm sure. Oh no, was it Outrun or was it like Afterburner? No, uh, uh, I don't know. Yeah, 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 yeah something like, that. like Space Area. Space Area. That was it. Yeah. <laughs> It's like, yeah, yeah, literally, that was the problem with it. It's like, you go to work, like, do your job, like, driving a forklift, like, get into a fight with your girlfriend, play Space Harrier. But, oh, yeah, man, that's it, yeah. It's just, like, real life. Yeah. <laughs> and if, if the bus said it, the bus, the next bus will be in 15 minutes, you had to wait those goddamn 15 minutes. Yeah, you did. Oh, man, it was all in real time. That, yeah. yeah. I mean, on the, the, the attention to detail, like, you can spend, like, an hour just dicking around in his room at the start, just opening all the drawers and... You just check every single nook and cranny. It's like crazy. It's almost like a Peter Molyneux level of yeah, yeah. It is. Yeah. So it was. A, it was a strange game. I mean, there was nothing like it. But you know, they, you had to give your uh, all your time to it and you know get into it. But I, I don't know. I just couldn't bring myself to get into it. You just. It was just I just found it boring. But I think the know. problem is, is like kind of it's it's meant to be like a sort of nostalgia thing for Japanese people, isn't it? Sort of like an eighties sort of Japanese nostalgia, which we kind of probably don't get over here. Or maybe all no. the Japanophiles who sit around all day cursing the roundness of their eyes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, it's uh, for one of its uh, most famous games. You know, it definitely wasn't one of my favourite, but I mean, Power Stone, Power Stone came out on Dreamcast, didn't it? That was that wasn't on anything else, was it? So Aye. they they were quality games. Um, I don't know, Bangayo, Bangayo came out on Dreamcast, didn't it? Yeah, that's a brilliant game by mm. Treasure. Um, I don't know, it had some superb games. I just can't, can't quite. Uh, Thinking about it now, I just wonder why. I don't know why it did, why it didn't do very well. I know you say it's marketing, but I mean, it's the same with Nintendo today, isn't it? But I just think, 
there's the marketing side of it, and maybe that just like gaming's moved on anyway, because Sega just did Sega games for Sega consoles, and I think that when the new generation of consoles came out, then they just fell behind, didn't they? Because they relied on their own franchises to sell their console. Sony so, had amazing marketing for the PS2. Yeah. Well, yeah. yeah you see, yeah. And it it paid off. I mean, it's it's. I think is it still the best selling console of all time? The PlayStation uh, Two. Uh, yeah. Did, didn't it get beat by the Wii or something depressing? Uh, the, the Wii, yeah. Sorry, the Wii. But up and, apart from the Wii, it's the best selling console of all time. Yeah. With the size of the library. Huge. Huge. Yeah, so many good games. Like, oh man, too many to play in a lifetime. Yeah, yeah true. So, the, the, the Dreamcast died, and for the last ever since then, it's you always hear, oh, fucking Dreamcast Two is coming out. It's not. <laughs> not it's not. It, no. It's really not ever. <laughs> um, no, that's up there with the Phantom. Yeah, exactly. And the fucking the, the what was it? The um, next Nintendo console. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> The, the Wii 3. Um, <laughs> Wii 3? <laughs> the, the Wii Wii. <laughs> it's just... It's, Sega killed themselves. You know, they, they did some sensible stuff, though, in the beginning. They they didn't market... The, they they realised how the Game Gear had failed against the Game Boy, so they left Nintendo to the handheld, and they focused on their home console, and as a result, the Mega Drive was fantastic. They didn't split anything across. They they went on to the, the Mega CD like an add-on, and that was like, oh, okay, it's got potential, yep, fine. Killed it before it went off. Saturn, killed it before it went off. Dreamcast, oh shit, we've got no money left. They... <laughs> um, <laughs> They they never really got past um, the Mega Drive. You know the the, the all right the, the Dreamcast was was good, but despite how good it was, it was never good enough to make up for their past mistakes. Yeah, yeah. Um, and if you are a gamer and you do love gaming. You know, and it's it's kind of the same situation what Nintendo have now with the Wii U. Everyone knows that it puts out good games, and you know, people who have given it a chance love it. But people who don't try it, you know, or play Mario for a, a couple of times and then leave it, they're, they're, then they're they're in that situation. I feel there's a lot of parallels to be drawn between the Dreamcast and the Wii U. Mm. Yeah, there is. They're, they're thinking about it, they are very, uh, very similar indeed. And I didn't realise how, when you were talking about it, then the uh, there were so many Sega released so many bloody add-ons for every single fucking console that they did, didn't they? With the Sega Mega Drive and the bloody Sega CD 32X, 32X. Jesus, that's, that's, that's right. They didn't just have. You got to remember, it wasn't just the Mega CD. It was. You had the right Mega CD for the right Mega Drive. Yeah. So if you had a Mega Drive 2, you had to get... Well, you didn't have to get... You could get the Mega CD one, but it all looked clunky. There's great big bricks of power Oh, supply. God, yeah. 
which you couldn't put another power supply next to. I fucking hate those <laughs> things. I always have to get another power supply to play on it. By the yeah. time you've got the Tower of Power, the Mega Drive 1, the Mega CD, and the 32X, <laughs> it looks you've taken up places by your power. Jeez. Yeah. Um, horrendously um, bad ideas with starting with the Mega CD um, and the FMV stuff that was released on it um, the Sega Saturn um, didn't cater for Westerners enough to be taken seriously uh, the Dreamcast tried um, again cocked up because they didn't release it in the Western market until a year down the line it all resulted in just such a terrible shitstorm so what was what was the best selling game then on Dreamcast uh, would, uh, I imagine it would be Sonic. Oh, what's it Chuchu Runny? Oh, right. Yeah, I'd imagine. Um, because it, it was the game that came with it. Oh, God, yeah, of course. Yeah. So, yeah, just the same as Wii Sports is for the week, you know. Um, past yeah. that, I, I would imagine probably Sonic Adventure or... Um, yeah. Possibly Crazy Taxi or Jet Set Radio, but Jet, Jet Set Radio for me still such a great game. Oh, man, that soundtrack. <laughs> some of it is so terrible it's awesome but it's just such a different game such, such a unique thing and that's that's the thing yeah that's that's what made it brilliant just that they're all fresh and new and yeah just... crazy taxi you know just huge Nathan played it for the first well, watched me play it and he, he still says play the yellow taxi game play the yellow taxi game you know <laughs> it's, it's, it's a great game you know? yeah People love it. Loads of replayability. Got some great memories of the Dreamcast. Yeah, for sure. You know, I just think that it really wasn't um, market enough to the Western world, first of all, and second, that it just wasn't kept along, alive long enough. You know, they, they didn't give it its time. It was terrible miscommunication between, like, both lines as well, between, like, the US and Japan. Ah, it was awful. I mean, it's kind of always the case, really, but it was particularly bad at that time. But you know, then look at that, and now look at Nintendo. You've got Nintendo of America and Nintendo of Japan, and you're like, oh, shit, son. <laughs> oh, God. Yeah, <laughs> so scary like, times ahead. It really is. It's, it's a real shame. Um, I, I think, though, that the, the Wii U's got enough credibility now where it can uh, it can put itself out, but and it, it's backed up by the, the, the best mobile platform device going in terms of sales so it, it's got strong 3DS sales um, everyone knows Nintendo for their uh, their handheld gaming but again Sony could knock them off that you know the Vita's been making great strides recently it tripped on its face out the gate though badly I mean so did the 3DS to be fair yeah, yeah I, I, I honestly think I, I think Nintendo are completely fucked I don't think there's any way back from I think that the I, I'm all I hope I'm wrong, like because obviously I love Nintendo games, but I think once you see Smash Brothers, Bayonetta 2, Mario Kart 8, the Zelda Hyrule, um, once you see them this year, I think the whole thing's knackered. Yeah, this, I was. This, you know what? I was last Christmas. Yeah, there's nothing there. There's not honestly. There's nothing there, and they're not going to take a chance on a new franchise. Are they going to do a Zelda and a Metroid? You know that that's oh, the two things that they've got left to pull out, haven't they? 
They must have did, you know, uh, got quite a few things, but I just don't think there's enough time for him to do it now. I think people have already lost the interest um, in, I, I in the console. If they were, were going to do anything, they would need to do something with Zelda Sharpish, and I, I'm hoping that there's something in development that God knows. Um, you see, so many people say the same thing, like, I've bought every Nintendo console since, like, the Super Nintendo or whatever, and this is the first one I haven't, haven't brought, like... But they could... They could then do something really revolutionary, like they could bring out um, an Animal Crossing MMO. Yeah, see that. See stuff like that would be really good. But I mean, a friend of mine, he says, he says, you know, he's bought every Zelda going. But he said to me, he said he he doesn't think he can stand to play another fucking Zelda game. He said he's had enough of them now. Even though he enjoys them, he's just had enough. He wants to move on with it. So. How many games now? You know, you've got one on the Game Boy, two on the Game Boy Color. Uh, what are we talking about here? Zelda. You've oh got Jesus, man! One Game Boy, two Game Boy Color. Um, Snares, Snares, two, Game Boy, Game Boy yeah. Color, CDI, two, N64, two GBA, GameCube, two DS, one 3DS. Yep. You're looking at eight Zelda games on handhelds. <laughs> oh God. Ah, oh, yeah. we've got 90 oh. seconds left, folks. So, the, 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 the Dreamcast was great. The, the yeah, it Dreamcast was great. Was it's great. dead now. Oh, God. It's a shame it's dead, but it has left its mark on us all. Yeah. Um, and not with a branding iron, thankfully. <laughs> it's um, it's a console that everyone should check out and everyone should own. Um, as Carl said, piracy is rife. So if you are worried about cost, <laughs> playing a great retro console, you probably can't do much worse than getting a Dreamcast, to be frank. It's true. Uh, true. It's, um, it's, it is a great console. It has great games. Check out Crazy Taxi. Check out Jet Set Radio. Check out... There's something filthy going on on my TV. Whoa! <laughs> that Hi-oh. was on the Dreamcast. <laughs> that was not on the Dreamcast. That was on the Mega <laughs> CD. Night Trap! Um, oh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Check out Soul Calibur. Check out Sonic Adventures. Absolutely, yeah, whatever, yeah. Cobra Onika, Rez, Ikaruga, Jet Set Radio, Power Stone, Headhunter, House of the Dead 2, Grandia 2, Dead or Alive, Metropolis Street Racer. Check them all out. Go. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Go now. (laughs) Run! £30. So thanks very much, guys, and thank you to Carl and to Tom again. Thank you. Uh, Thank you. It's been good to have you back, guys. Thank you. Peace out.